clothes. And Chris, end of day five, we've had our first doping headline. I know this is a very different Olympics and, you know, with the, with the global pandemic, human rights and geopolitical scuffues, but the Olympopod would have been all over this Olympics if it was 48 years yes. ago. Yes. There's been a lot going on. Okay, well, first of all, it's a potential doping mm. case. And I say potential... It's very hush-hush. Yes. I say potential because the athlete in question, an unnamed ROC figure skater, has tested positive for a non-performance-enhancing drug. Um, ROC took gold in the team event... But the award ceremony has been postponed while, and I quote, legal obstacles are sorted out. (laughs) Tatiana Tarasova, one of Russia's most esteemed and legendary coaches, has been quoted as saying, in response to all this, this cannot be true. We can be pointed fingers at, but we are all clean. While Mark Adams, an IOC spokesperson, said... A situation arose at short notice that requires legal consultation. (laughs) You can bet your bottom dollar we are doing everything that this situation could be resolved as soon as possible. I cannot give you any more details, but we will do our level utmost. So here we are. Um, the, The ceremony has been postponed and we don't know anything else about it. I cannot wait until the details come out. This Mm. has got Olympopod written all over it. I want to know what they took. I'm putting, I'm saying cocaine. Oh, I was thinking something more low-key, like cannabis. Yeah, I was going to, originally I was going to say cannabis. Is it cocaine a performance enhancer, though? Oh, is it? I don't know. Mm. I mean, I would assume so. Okay, okay. It is quite the stimulant. Yeah, okay. Well, in that case. uh, (laughs) Time will tell. time, Time will tell, time will tell. But it made me interested and I had a look back into the annals and the first athlete to be disqualified for doping at the Winter Games was West German ice hockey player Alois Schloeder at the 1976 Innsbruck Games. And at those games, West Germany won bronze. And in fact, Schloeder had his medal reinstated when it was shown a few weeks later that he was innocent. So maybe this will happen here. Maybe. I mean, can can you take a medal away for, from somebody for non-performance enhancing drugs? Well, we saw people being denied places on teams for for that. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I think this is why it's all hush hush because they literally don't know what they can do. What what are their avenues? Fun times. Yeah, and I also imagine that if it was non-performance enhancing, that this is a test result after a night of celebration uh, rather wow. than prior to the actual event. Fair enough. Ruth, Yes. today I am celebrating the old farts. Are you? I am. And by old farts, I mean 35 and 36 years. <laughs> Which one do you want to hear about first? Uh, the 36-year-old. 36-year-old Lindsay Jacobellis finally got herself a gold medal in the women's snowboard cross. Woo-hoo! And when I say finally, I mean finally. <laughs> because back in 2006, in the exact same event, she, and I saw a video of this this morning, 
which was phenomenal. I mean, this is, I cannot wait to relive this when we finally get to Turin and that Olympopod because this is, I mean, hilarious. Not clearly, it is hilarious. I'm, you know what? I don't care. It's hilarious. She was winning the race by about 40 meters, mm. had a good three second lead over Tanya Frieden from Switzerland. And on the second to last jump, she decided to do a celebratory method grab. So grab her board in the air, landed on the edge of her snowboard and fell over. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) While Frieden then, completely unaware of what just happened, like uh, slid by and won the gold out of nowhere. And third and fourth place, thankfully for Jacobellis, were so far behind that she managed to get back up, finish the race and get uh, silver. Uh, initially, Jacobella said that the grab was meant to maintain stability, but later admitted, I was having fun. Snowboarding <laughs> is fun, and I wanted to share my enthusiasm with the crowd, which is fair enough, because as we've spoken about before, these kind of events are fun-loving celebration sports that just happen to have an incredibly competitive edge and reward slash failure. So in 2018, then, she got... Uh, to the final of the snowboard cross again in Pyeongchang and was leading for most of the way, but ended up in fourth place by three one thousandths of a second and missed the podium there. But this time she went all the way through, didn't try anything fancy at the end. (laughs) The commentators were wondering if she was going to do it as the kind of like to, you know, uh, get rid of the, the ghosts of Turin. But no, she uh, played it straightforward and she won her gold, and, uh, which is a really nice story, I think. 36 years of age and finally well, got there. Well, Chris, this is a bit of a blast for the past, but do you remember Dallas Oberholzer? No. He was somebody we talked about at length because he was so Olympopodian at the summer games that I've done oh, last. Oh, the, the rad dude. The, yeah. Yes, the 46-year-old skateboarder. The reason we loved him so much was because he claimed that he was once nearly eaten by a jaguar. This was in yes. the this was in the post event interviews. He he just nobody asked him. Like there was there was there, this wasn't like <laughs> there wasn't some sort of question from the journalist saying have you ever nearly been eaten by a jaguar. He just launched into a story about a time he claims he was nearly eaten by a jaguar. This is my chance to tell you a story. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've got you all here. (laughs) And and I think the reason we loved it was because of this quote here, which was, there were white droppings outside, so I knew there was a meat eater around. And then when I walked in the door, I saw this jaguar and, oh shit, this is clearly its lair. So I let rip, roared like some crazy Tarzan man to let the thing know I was something to be reckoned with. And luckily it bolted out the back. It made me think, though, you know, here's a 46-year-old man. I think also, if I remember correctly, he was also at one stage Janice Jackson's body. Double. (laughs) Bodyguard. But no, he was a chauffeur for Janet Jackson. But it it made me wonder, is there anybody in this Olympics? Are we going to come across anyone who just is going to launch into a story in the interviews going... Oh yeah, once I got nearly got sh- killed by a polar bear in Svalbard. Uh, I was going to say probably one of the northern northern Scandinavian boys or girls. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody like I, I mentioned him a few days ago, Henrik Harlout. Mm. You know the Swede who, uh, yeah, 
Yeah. See, um, and the thing is, I don't want to hear about uh, somebody who does biathlon almost being run down by a polar bear because that kind of goes with the territory, you know. I I don't I don't want to hear that. I want to hear of a snowboarder who was in I don't know Australia and was doing a rad flip and then accidentally went into a polar bear enclosure. That's the kind of story I want to hear. And there must be someone. Uh, okay. No, well, that's that's going to be a challenge. Uh, I'll do my best. Uh, while, while I'm on Henrik Harlout, because he is another, well, rad old dude. He's 30. <laughs> but uh, he's, uh, according to his Wikipedia page, is well known for his unusual appearance. At the Sochi Winter Olympics, he skied with trousers round his knees and Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtle gloves. Losing his trousers in the qualifying round in a wardrobe malfunction. As a result, he fell short of a medal and finished in sixth place. After his run, Harlow gave the Wu-Tang Clan hand sign to the cameras and declared that Wu-Tang is for the children, echoing the words spoken by rapper Old Dirty Bastard when he interrupted the 1998 Grammy Awards on behalf of the group. <laughs> Thankfully for Henrik, there were no wardrobe malfunctions this time he managed to get bronze in the men's big air in the freestyle skiing Birk Rude, I think I mentioned a couple of days ago got gold but I haven't even gone to the other rad old dude okay but first of all I just want to say like he lost his trousers they fell down How- all the way they were already at his knees and, and, and so did he go out with them you're asking, you're asking the wrong questions here because I haven't <laughs> seen the video but there must be video evidence of this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 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 Go Correct. to the next person. I'm going to watch it for tomorrow's <laughs> bonus. Uh, you're ruining the facade of knowledge, Ruth. <laughs> Go on. The slightly younger old fart at 35. Yeah. Uh, no, well that, uh, yeah, 35. And that is the one and only Sean White. Oh, yeah. Five-time Olympian three-time gold medalist in his last, not only his last Olympics, but last competitive event, according to him, uh, was in the qualification for the halfpipe, mm. the snowboard, and actually fell in the first run. So needed a big uh, second run to, to qualify, and he was absolutely fantastic. Fourth place into the final. Uh, Seamus O'Connor from Ireland was 15th, top 12 qualified, so he just missed out which uh, is too bad, but he had a very good run as well. And uh, Ayumu Hurano, who's top of the qualification, he actually qualified for Tokyo as a skateboarder. Hmm. So there's a wraparound to our friend Oberholzer, who was also in the skateboarding. And uh, he was the only one of three snowboarders who were in this competition who also tried to qualify for Tokyo who actually made it. Sean White also tried to qualify for skateboarding. Didn't quite make it. Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I mean, stop me if I'm wrong here. There is great overlap between the two. One has wheels, the other's on snow. Clearly, yes. <laughs> uh, but I think it's, it's, it's one of those, like, I'm going to guess, it's one of those where if you can snowboard, you can skateboard. If you can skateboard, it doesn't necessarily mean you can snowboard. Yes, I think that is definitely true. I would love to see our friend Oberholzer 
try snowboarding. Maybe he has. Yeah, I don't and know. he definitely has, first of all. He definitely has. And he, he did it down some sort of sacred monument or something and then nearly got arrested and started a coup. Like, he definitely has. But yeah, I, I think that would be a very humorous thing to watch and probably I would pay to watch it. So what else have we got? I really like the medals. <laughs> <laughs> No, I um, you There's know, some good not, medals. Yeah, yeah, it just sometimes they're a bit meh or even disgusting. I wasn't a huge fan of the medals in Tokyo, for instance. They were sustainable. Yeah, they were. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything about the Winter Olympics that's sustainable, Chris. So you might as well go uh, in for a penny, in for a pound, sure. um, <laughs> and make them as unsustainable as possible. And yeah, no, I, they're just very nice. They're very pretty. Mm. Big fan. And yeah. do you know what? They look like medals. They're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. Not like their cauldron. They've just got a big roundy medal. Looks nice. I'm all for it. You know who else likes medals today of all days? Norway. Deutschland. Oh, okay. Germany. Well, actually, Norway have gone top of the medal table now. With uh, Burke Rood's gold, but they're joint on gold medals with Germany, mm. who won the luge, the doubles luge, which I couldn't look away from. Uh, I was first of all saying, ah, this is silly. I'm going to watch like two minutes of this and then, you know, blow it off as being silly because it's, I mean, why do you need two people on the luge? laying on top of each other. You absolutely don't. But at the same time, why do you need the luge? So I'm actually sort of all for this, you know let's see how many people we can stick on a luge. Like, yeah. why not three people luge? Why not four people luge? How many people can we stick on a luge? Well, the two Tobies, Tobias Ventel and Tobias uh, Arlt, won gold for mm-hmm. Germany, beating other Germans, Tony Eggert and Sasha uh, Benecken to the silver, and then two Austrians in bronze. So the Germans really love the luge. One, pe- one person, two people, team event, just love that luge. Yeah, I mean, it, it is objectively ridiculous that, you know, yeah. you have the luge and that's its own thing. Its own thing. We know how that came about. And then you say, what can we do differently but with this same luge? And you, is it the, is, Or is it a bigger luge? It doesn't look that much bigger. I'd, I'm yeah. sure it is bigger. But, yeah. No, I'm you, sure it but, is bigger. But yeah, you just decide, really, what else will, can we do? And 100%, the first person who went down, well, the first two people who went down a luge together did it as a joke. I feel particularly bad for the person at the back who's being... Squished. Like, squished on. Because also, what is their actual job here? Because they can't see anything. At least the guy or woman on top, slash in front can see what's coming up. Mm. But are you there just as weight? I don't know. Must be anyway. weight. Must be weight. But yeah. anyway, uh, fair play to it. It's absolutely ridiculous, which is what the Winter Olympics at the end of the day is all about. <laughs> Germany also won the Nordic Combined, mm-hmm. which, as we know, is one of the six original sports in the Winter Olympics in what was an amazing race. Yeah. It was fantastic. So it was the, it's the ski jumping, first of all, and then 10 kilometers uh, cross-country skiing. And Ryota Yamamoto led after the ski jumping. 
Uh, he was so good that he had a 38-second lead for the cross-country skiing. Unfortunately, Ryota is not that good at cross-country skiing, and that 38-second lead lasted about six minutes mm-hmm. uh, before he was caught by the first pack, which featured Johannes Ridzek from Germany, who then really took the pace. He was way out on his own with uh, Lucas Greider from Austria, a bit behind him and then a lot behind him. He had one last climb to to go before all of a sudden a bunch of skiers like enveloped him. The, the chasing pack had timed it perfectly. And another German, Vincent Geiger, who came from 1 minute 26 seconds behind the original leader, the first person ever to uh, come back from over a minute behind at the start of the ski, overtook Ridzek at the last climb, won gold, and Greiderer from Austria started in second place, stayed in second place for most of the race, looked like he was left behind and out of contention, but kept clawing his way back in. He managed to get bronze, and Jürgen Grabach from Norway got silver. That was a really fun race to watch, but I can't help but feel for Johannes Ridzek, who, I mean... 10 kilometers you've done the chasing you've led then pretty much the whole way after that and then the last climb you just see these guys who have so much more energy than you and you could you could see as he fell into fourth place he almost just like stopped and then he's like i'll keep going Mm -hmm. but uh yeah painful stuff for him so you said germany's now top of the table joint top on goals with the, oh no, they are top. Yeah, Germany's top with five goals. Mm. Do you know Norway who, and Sweden second and third place. Do you know who would disagree with you? Uh, Norway. The New York Times. Um, oh. The New York Times <laughs> sent out a tweet. <laughs> they sent out a tweet about now. In fairness, oh, five hours ago, and it has yeah. already been much ridiculed. Um, their medal table. First of all, they're counting number of medals, so they're not weighting them at all uh, what and their medal table and again this was five hours ago it has russian olympic committee up top mm. then norway then joint third netherlands italy austria i mean a lot has changed since then anyway yeah. but that's bizarre yes and it, as i said it has been much ridiculed <laughs> you idiots <laughs> yeah well well, Chris, Hopefully they've learned their lesson. Indeed. Well, Chris, before we wrap up today's speedy, tight pod, yesterday we were talking about our country, Denmark, in the ice hockey. And we've left mm. the listeners on tether hooks because they will have tried to avoid the internet to discover the results. Yeah. Chris, how did that match go? Well, when we left it yesterday, the score was 2-1 to Sweden. Mm. After the second period, there was one more goal in the third and final period. It went to Sweden. They won 3-1. And Sweden now get the amazing reward of getting their asses kicked by Canada in the quarterfinal. They will all be ass. They will be all ass. There is good news, however, for Danish ice hockey fans. They opened their men's campaign today with a victory. So they're currently top of their group. Hooray! Take a screenshot now! (laughs) Yep. So 
So everything's coming up Denmark. Who are they? Who are they playing? Czech Republic, I believe. Oh. Okay, that's very respectable. Yeah. Very respectable. Uh, yeah, very good. Very good. I didn't even and talk about speed skating today. Do you want somehow to there with... were ten people in the final of the men's one thousand five hundred meters, including a British guy who was terrible. Did he Not fall? Terrible. No, that's okay. the point. He didn't fall. That's oh, well how, that's how he got in there. But the final, which was supposed to be uh, seven, so six plus uh, fastest loser or somebody who gets um, who gets pushed forward because they've been wronged in the previous round. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people were wronged in the semifinals, and ten competed in the end, which made surprisingly I, I was i was expecting complete chaos mm. unfortunately everyone is very well behaved and there were no falls not a single spill among 10 athletes in a 110 meter uh course but that was won by the koreans who get uh, who have been very let's just say fuming over the last few days with the short track speed skating, because they're used to getting lots of goals. They had some decisions go go against them. Uh, but Huang Dae-hyun managed to uh, reclaim some glory for Korea as they won. And the British guy, uh, he was, oh, I should mention him because he was the guy who a few days ago in uh, another event thought he heard the bell one lap early. Yes. Farrell Tracy. Yes. So this time he made no such mistake and managed to finish ninth overall. He got oh. to the final. So congratulations yes, to him. Very good. Uh, that was not expected. Mm. He uh, he was one of those bumped up to the final due to being wronged. So yeah, well done to Farrell. Fair play. Fair play. What are you watching tomorrow, Chris? Well, I didn't catch any curling. Oh. Yesterday or today, and uh, and it and yeah, I mean, I mean, the only thing is, the only consolation is what there's nine more days of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's day two of the men's tournament <laughs> and day one of the women's tournament tomorrow. So maybe some of that women's 10k in cross country skiing is on. That'll be fun. The uh, luge team relay. So I'm <gasps> guessing then you have four people on it and they take turns jumping on and off. I know that's not the case, but. We can hope, and uh, yeah. Then oh, there's some Chris, other things. I didn't. I didn't even know. I'm so excited. I love a relay. I uh, love. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's not going to be a. It's not a real relay, though, is it? But we're going to have to watch it and report. Yeah. People. People I, are relying on us for their Olympic news. Yeah. Well, we have to. We have to check that out. Um, with the curling, just one final thought: Why are there so many people on the teams? Why? There's too many people on those teams. We already know from Mixed that you just need two people. Mm. You don't need four people or four people plus your your spare. Team. You don't need it, Chris. But it adds more... I mean, because everyone only has two throws, it adds a, a degree of randomness because not everyone is as... like You have varying degrees of quality. Then have six. That's quite good. What? <laughs> Didn't we talk about having more teams and more people before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but only in mixed doubles? Six people. Okay. Yeah, uh, well, no. Big mixed doubles? Have, 
mixed mixed doubles or you can have a six person mixed team you can have one four person mixed team as well I just don't feel like there's any need to have four men and four women in two events have an eight person mixed team then at next Olympics Uh, then the brooms will be getting in each other's way yes a longer (laughs) curling what do you call it what? <laughs> what, do you, what? What do you? It's not like a rink. What do you call? Sheet. Okay, a longer curling sheet. I think it's a sheet. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> if you agree with me, and you should, and you will, uh, do come back to us. Uh, Wait a second. It, First of all, you said there should be fewer. Now you're saying there should be more. People will agree with you either way, unless they feel that four is the perfect amount and it should never be changed. You're really playing the odds here, Ruth. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Make it, make, decide which is it, eight or two? I want eight mixed on a longer, on a longer ice curling sheet. Fair enough. Um, And yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, People who are into curling are really into curling. So we may have been cancelled by the time of tomorrow's bonus pod butcher look we love curling that's we we, we just curling. we just want it to get better we, we have we it. have we have yeah we have our best intentions we we yeah. we have curling in our hearts and we just want the best for curling. we love your institution now we just want to change it days ago at the end of one of our bonus Olympic pods mm. that on Wednesday you would have tested positive for COVID. I don't know if that made the final cut now that I say it out loud. Uh, well, Chris, yeah, it did, it did make it into the final cut and the real fans of the show, and I'm excluding you from this because clearly you didn't listen either. The real fans of the show know to listen through the closing theme song because sometimes we add outtakes in there and yes it made the outtakes <laughs> you making your predictions and the answer is um i still need to do another one today how do i look chris you look you look very good actually oh, okay. considering you say you don't feel so good mm. you, you look like a woman who Powered, not struck with COVID. Yeah, it's it's only a problem if I move. Ugh. Okay, well, no need to do that. Here, that's what <laughs> the athletes are for. We're just Yay. here to sit and talk.